Welcome to Girls Who Heal, the podcast. This podcast was created specifically for all the incredible girlies on their healing journey. We're here to support and uplift you as you navigate your personal growth and self-discovery. This podcast is for the girls who are healing, not yet healed. The ones who show up every day with the commitment to be their best selves. Welcome back to Girls Who Heal, the podcast dedicated to supporting the girlies on their healing journey. We're here to empower those who are committed to their personal growth and becoming their best selves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In today's episode, we will be talking about healing through self-discovery and finding self-love. But before we jump into the topic, let's check in. How are you? Um, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I'm good. I'm feeling not too tired today. Okay. I did eat a little bit, so my stomach not growling. <laughs> um, um, but I had well, I, today was my first day at my new job, so I think the last time we was here, I was talking about transitioning to a new job, and so it went pretty well today. It was, it was not so stressful, and I'm just mm -hmm. so excited about that. So I love that for you. Yeah. Everything went cool. Everything went cool. Mm -hmm. so. For those of you who don't know, Ashley left a stressful situation. <laughs> and we're just talking about the power of the pivot here, okay? Yes, Lord. Yes. I wow. love that for you. Okay, you mentioned something last time we what? talked um, that I wanted you to talk about. Uh, you are trying to get back into doula stuff. Yeah. So, um, for those who don't know, I am a certified doula. Um, I got certified a few years ago. And then COVID hit. So I didn't really get an opportunity to, like, go out into the field because there was so many restrictions. And so then I kind of um, just dove into other fields of interest. And so I recently reached out to one of my doula sisters who has been actively um, practicing um, to kind of kind of ease back into it. And her kind of mentored me, you know, get me back into the groove of things. And so mm -hmm. she reached out and said she'd be down for it. We haven't quite set up some days to link up, but she has some events coming up that she said I'm welcome to attend. So I'm excited about that. Okay. Yeah. What made you want to be a doula? Um, I always gravitated towards women's health mm -hmm. in general. Um, from what I can remember, like, going – uh, with like mother figures to sonogram appointments, then uh, in, uh, included in that way and moving on into adulthood um, during my own pregnancy, I didn't advocate for myself. And I've kind of realized like um, I wish I would have more. And my doula training, I learned a lot about advocating for like the mom and I kind of wish I would have actually experienced that with my pregnancy. But it kind of made me want to be that type of support system for, for women. Okay. So. Be the girl. Your place. <laughs> Do you remember when you asked me, could you be my doula? But you was like, yeah, but. This is my beef. <laughs> I was living in California. Yeah, she and this bitch in was in St. Louis. <laughs> bitch, how is you going to be my doula? What if the baby come tomorrow? We're going to figure it out. How is you my doula? We're going to figure it out. Like, but you, you ain't going to make it. We're going to figure it out. It's going to take you a, a few hours to get I here. I needed, you know, some experience out in the field. I understand. <laughs> I would have let you if we was closer, but that was too far to yeah. be trying to make that happen. And that's my first baby. Maybe the second one. Mm. Then I don't give a fuck. We're having the second one. No. Okay, Ooh. see. Okay. All right. Um. Anyways. 
Me, I've been doing all right this week. I feel a little more balanced. I feel like I am kind of getting into the groove of like family life and school life. Yeah. And so I feel better this week. I feel okay. I good. feel like I'm going to be all right. I'm yeah, just, yeah. you know, I'm navigating the changes. Exactly. I'm good though. I feel I'm better. Ha- I'm happy to hear that because yes. baby was giving Whitney Bobby last week. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Today. Okay. No, not at all. all just, right. You know, I'm just saying that's how it be. The sometimes. energy was giving it. Went, yeah. <laughs> a little bit because. I won't Ooh, say crackhead. I mean, that's crazy. It was you said Whitney look. and Bobby, so that's crazy. Baby, baby, you mentioned Whitney and Bobby. Okay, you know, good. so okay. I'm I just quoting. I'm quoting you. Don't say it. <laughs> All right, mo- let's move on. Okay, you want to talk about the? He- well, I'll talk about. It. Listen, okay, okay. So we have this new segment. It's called the Healing Hype. Mm-hmm. In this segment, this is the part where we explore the fascinating world of healing with a twist. Mm-hmm. So we'll bring you the latest updates on unconventional, innovative, and sometimes unusual practices in the realm of self-care and personal growth. Cool. You talk about it. All you right. So, it <laughs> so um, some of you may or may not have heard of, but like the, the rise of Yoni steam and Yoni massages. And so for those who are unaware, Yoni is a Sanskrit word for the vulva or vagina. And it roughly translates as sacred cave or sacred space. Uh, Yoni steams involve you sitting unclothed from the waist down on a pot of hot herbal infused water. It's designed to cleanse the vulva. And some say that absorbing the steam through the pores help enhance blood flow and promote healing. Have you tried Yoni steam? I haven't. We were supposed to go. Oh, shit. Okay. But well, we, we haven't. It it's been something that I've been wanting to experience, you know. And you know, I would just be having my, <coughs> I got my own yeah, Yoni, I'm like, Yoni I know. station at home. So yeah. I don't be needing to, like, go out and I know. do it. But I can go out I and try I don't fucking make I'm my open own. to, no, yeah. I want to go, damn. Okay, I'm not it's saying that I won't. <laughs> I wouldn't go with okay, you. Okay, but, yeah. So I did try. Okay, I got introduced to Yoni semen when, after I had my baby postpartum. Yeah. And so, like, it really did help me kind of, like, heal. Mm-hmm. It helped me, like, it helped dryness, okay? Yeah, yeah. It helped just, like, that overall healing. Cause yeah. Because I had to get stitches and stuff, so yeah. it was it was messed up yeah. down there. You yeah. hear me? Yeah. And it really did help me feel better. Good. Um, and then I kept doing it after, even after I had healed and everything, I probably would do it on, like, a monthly basis. Yeah. And I do. I advocate for it. I think it's good. Yeah. It makes me feel good. Well, make, good. Make I'm her a, feel good. We be feeling good I mean, together. that's why I'm, I'm looking <laughs> forward to it. You know what I'm saying? I want to feel good, too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We can try that. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm going to do a little more research on it, see, <clears throat> like, what type of herbs or, you know, best or, you know, which ones to avoid and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I've only heard good things about it, so it's been something that I definitely want to experience. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. What about, like, Yoni massages? Um, they've been dated back from some time now and been said to help connect uh, the body and the mind between the, the individual. It's more of a sensual massage. It aims to help people feel more comfortable with themselves and um, by exploring and developing their relationship with their body. Have you... Okay, listen, just to clarify, we talking about you putting some oil on that hand and you get you... Rubbing her down. That's what you're talking about? I mean, <laughs> yeah, so many okay. words. You're getting acclimated to you, yourself. You, you, know ain't what gotta, you ain't got to use all them fancy words. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Okay. you exploring okay. yourself. you discovering, like, what it is that you like, dislike. And I think it will help bring about an awareness where you are able to help 
another person navigate you. I like you know, that. You that know sounds sensual. Yeah, it is. I said, oh. Yeah. I said, what's she into? <laughs> okay. I'm into growing and okay. having a heightened awareness about myself. You okay. know, so it I was like some. It. it was something that I would like shy away from. Mm-hmm. It's something that I'm. I'm starting to explore more. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, how does how the fuck you supposed to help somebody get you mm-hmm. when you don't get you? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what was the the inspiration behind it. Like, do that. We're shit. looking to <laughs> we're looking to grow over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, some proponents believe that practicing this type of massage on your own uh, may help you work through even sexual trauma because it helps a person take control of their sexuality and learn what they enjoy. So mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I ain't never heard of this. Yeah. You heard of it before? Yes. And so oh. I don't know if you remember like uh when when Mel was on here, we talked about Goop Lab. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever got a chance to check it out. Um with uh, it's, a, it's on a Netflix show. It's like mm-hmm. sex. Not lo- too much. We ain't promoting nobody. All right. Sex, sex, love, okay. and All right. Uh, but you should check it out. And so it kind of got me intrigued. And so check it out. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we have to answer the question. Is this a healing hell yeah or a healing hell no? I think it's a hell yeah. Okay. You yeah. Are, for both of them. You for hell for yeah. both of them. Okay. I like that Why for not? you. You know what I'm saying? We're growing. Okay. We're growing slowly but sure. Okay. <laughs> I think for me, yoni steaming is a hell yeah. I'm not as obsessed with the yoni. I won't yoni say massage. obsessed. It's an obsession. But I'm it's just saying like I'm not as open to trying it is okay. what I'm saying. Okay. Like this, I'm not into it. Okay. Like, mm. I mean, I might let him do this it. This is, right, I'm saying this is definitely I something. I might let him do it. This is something that you can do is with your partner as well. No. No. But, I mean, I might let him do it. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. that's my answer. I can't have a different It's answer. a hell, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's hard for me to say that. It's hard for me to say that. I'm just not into it. Yeah. I don't know. It's not my thing. I'm into some things. That's not yeah. it. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> All right, I would like to take a mindful moment. We did mention mention that like uh, um, the yoni massage could kind of aid in um, helping a person heal through like someone who's experienced sexual trauma. And so we do take that very serious. We know that it can be identified as any lingering physical, emotional, or psychological symptoms re- resulting from a physical assault or a sexual violation. So we had Girls Who Heal encourage you to speak to uh, a mental health professional or find a safe space where you can navigate your healing journey as encountering something of this nature could be very hard to do alone. So just wanted okay. to take a mindful moment to <laughs> have a high awareness of that. Stop it's not a laughing matter. It's not a laughing matter. <laughs> she made this out because you was wild. She made okay, laugh. let's go. <laughs> The first thought we're going to jump into is self-discovery. Um, uh, self-discovery, like, in implementing some of those things we mentioned, like with the um, the healing hypes, uh, can help you bring forth, like, a, a heightened awareness of yourself through observation. And so uh, has there been a, a time uh, where you didn't, like, appreciate your body and, and how did you navigate Pushing through that. Hmm. Okay, okay. I think I'll talk about previously because I think right now I'm just in a space where like I can appreciate my body yeah, no matter what. Like, for sure. Um, but previously when I had times where like I didn't like my body or I couldn't look at myself in the mirror, like 
those were hard times, but I think what helped me get out of that was like, okay, so if you don't like it, change it. Yeah. Like, and sometimes it's hard for us to like accept that. Yeah. But it, it's because it sounds so simple, yeah. bro. <laughs> and it really is simple yeah. when you think about actually just staying consistent and yeah. doing what you need to yeah. do. Um, and so like, that's how I like combated those times. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's helped me kind of feel comfortable in my body no matter what is just like, I don't know, training my mind and training my negative self-talk and yeah. how I speak to myself. Yeah. And it's like, okay, even if we're not where we want to be, like, we can keep pushing to grow and get to that place. Exactly. And so, like, I just had to, like, train my mind in that way. Mm-hmm. And then after that, the consistency and showing up for yourself is just a little more easy yeah. for me yeah. personally. I feel that, too. Like, um, I've definitely combated, like, having um, – issues with accepting like my body and so it was just like that again that negative self-talk and so it's simply put shit you don't like it change it and I was thinking the same thing and it's like okay well why why ain't fucking implementing the changes and so I can get a different result but the the mindset now has been more focused on accepting where I am now like Mm -hmm. you said and um being open to implement those changes and you know knowing that I have the ability to change what I I see and therefore grow my mindset to just know that I I can do whatever I put my mind to and so shit you can't expect shit doing the same shit you know expect shit to change doing the same shit you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so has discovering self-love been empowering for you Mm -hmm. Okay. Or do you feel like that's something you struggle with? I don't think at this moment I struggle with self-love, but I can tell you, like, why that is. I think therapy has helped me. Mm-hmm. Changing the way I speak to myself has helped me. Um, learning to love my partner and learning to love myself have been, like, it's been, like, a mirror experience. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that process has helped me. It's like you learn to love the things about yourself that you're told to hide, that you're told to be shameful of, mm-hmm. you know, that you are told are not right. So, like, my biggest thing, I've, if I was to kind of give an example, like, I get told I'm stubborn all the time. Mm-hmm. But, like, there is so – I've been able to reframe that to be, like, there are so many benefits to being stubborn. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as I go, like – Baby, when I put my mind to something, can't nobody tell me no. Can't yeah. nobody stop me. Yeah. That's, it's done. Yeah. I, I, baby, I'm doing I see I'm where you're going. It. I see where you're going with You that. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, like, it's more so about, like, balancing those attributes opposed to, like, trying to shame them. Yeah. And so, that's been a big piece of helping me to really learn to love myself. And I mean, like, really learn to love myself. Yeah. When you say loving your partner helped you to kind of grow, love more for yourself, mm-hmm. what do you mean? So I feel like there's a lot of grace involved in just like relationships. Uh And sometimes when we are learning what love is, we think it's supposed to look a certain way Mm -hmm. or it's supposed to be a certain way just because of what's presented in the media and maybe just growing up. Movies and shit. Yeah, Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think like I have had to learn to love the pieces of him that get on my nerves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's and that. so it's like, that I've had to learn to love that. And so, like, it's like, 
I have to look at myself and say, okay, I have to learn to love those pieces of me too. The pieces that I feel bad about, the pieces that make me feel shameful, yeah. the pieces I don't necessarily like yeah. about myself. Yeah. I have to learn to love those pieces too. Yeah. And I think that's really what's helpful in creating, like, the change in that type of behavior. It's like, okay, we're not looking at this as, like, oh, I'm the worst person ever. We're looking at this like, okay, I can grow from this. I can change. I can become better. And I can also see how this trait may help me in other aspects of my life. Yeah. What I'm hearing is, like, this is, like, an agape type of love. It's unconditional. It doesn't mm-hmm. – it's in spite of the imperfections and shit like mm-hmm. that. And so – that has been a little uh, wavering for me, whereas I was had a heightened awareness in my relationships um, where I discovered I wasn't loving myself mm-hmm. like I needed to based on how I allowed myself to be treated, treated mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And so um, overall, like, I guess I am thankful for that experience because had I not gone through it, I probably would have just been fucking doing the same thing you know so um but it's definitely been a little uh, it's been a journey because I sometimes slip into getting wrapped up in how I think it's supposed to look when mm-hmm. I should just allow it to just be you know mm-hmm. and so that's kind of like where I'm at with with this whole self-love I definitely love myself, but I feel like a big piece of it is like that you you hard on yourself, but it's like these pieces that of you that might be, you know, mm-hmm. not necessarily what you want them to be or what I, I don't even think this is of you. I think yeah. this is from other people telling yeah. you who you should be or yeah. how you should present yourself. Yeah. I don't think any of this shit is really yours. But had I had I been so um had I been pouring into myself the way I needed to, all that shit wouldn't have not been able to permeate me. You know what I'm saying? And so these are things that I'm, I'm acknowledging, like I need to do a lot more work in that area where I'm pouring to me. So this shit can't even, I, I hear you, but mm-hmm. I had heard something on like uh, IG where, um, I don't know, uh, actor was, actress was saying like, if I speak English. You speak another language, but you say some shit in your language, and I don't understand it. You could be saying the most offensive thing, but it doesn't affect me because I don't understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So I need to, like, reprogram my whole mindset to just pour into me and believe what I I say about me. You know what okay. I'm saying? So I like that. I'm kind of just really wanting to do that for myself and because I so badly want to – mirror this this uh, empowered woman for my daughter you know what I'm saying I want her to see that because I don't want her to fall into that shit that I didn't feel into mm-hmm. it's so easy especially at her age it's so easy to be influenced or mm-hmm. just to believe or accept and I and I just so easily accepted the shit like without question and I now I challenge that shit like no okay you're not, you know what I'm saying? And let me give you an example of that. What? Like, okay, so I remember when I was younger, my mama got this huge personality, mm-hmm. this big personality. Yeah. She's the life of the party, baby. Yeah. When she turned this shit on, she's the life of the party. <laughs> okay, but I even remember when I was little, I used to see her, like, dim herself in certain situations. Mm. And that shit stuck with me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why, do, why is she acting like that? Like, yeah. why is she not yeah. showing up as, like, her best self? Yeah. And so... When I tell you stuff like that, it's because I can relate to it. Yeah. And I know what, like, 
not loving facts. yourself and I not know. showing up as your full self can do. And I know that's not your intention, yeah. but that's what it can do. Yeah, and, and I, I know that. Yeah. And so that's what really drives me to pull myself out of that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and then have these open dialogues with her to see, like, do these check-ins because I know that sometimes I fall short and I know she's seeing me. And sometimes, I guess it's inevitable, we're going to have, like, our good days and our yeah, bad days. Sure. And so I try to just make sure I'm doing those those check-ins. Like, where you at, kid? Like, look, Aww. I know. And, and I didn't have that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but... It is something. I'm trying, you know. I'm trying. <laughs> shit, this shit ain't easy. <laughs> it ain't easy at all. But, and I know that. I know that. And right. It makes me want to just do better. You doing? You doing great. Well, thank you. All right, I appreciate now. it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's talk about like discovering your voice and establishing boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, have you found? How's that been for you? I feel like you're just <laughs> coming into this season of that. Um. With it being something that is new for me, mm-hmm. it still has its uneasy moments. But yet and still, I'm still sticking with it and, and standing firm on, like, the shit that I, that I believe, you know, to be true for me. Or, you know, just not accepting any old things. Like, if it's uneasy for me, I'm going to speak it, you know, and not overthink or overcalculate like how I want to say it like I'm going to give it to you in a in a you know I won't say respectful but you know in a nicer way but I'm still going to get my point across okay but like how I don't want to hear about that I want to hear how the internal dialogue is like how what shit are you working through do you feel guilty <laughs> or do you feel good do you be like yes damn it I stood up for myself. so I have I've experienced both like look um like for an example like what I just recently left a job mm-hmm. that I was not happy with um but before then like I had management coming up to me like you know sending me all these things and I know deep down I'm not happy mm-hmm. they they like we would love, like, this was a contract, by the way. So they, they wanted to have me on full time, but I was so fucking happy. I couldn't just settle for that shit. Like, whereas I would have, would have gave in. It was like, yeah, you know, I was like, no, no. And I'm going to tell you why, you know. And she didn't ask me for the information, but it felt good to say to <laughs> Like, okay. yeah, like, this is why I'm mentally exhausted. It's not enough help. Like this, this is these are things that I, I these are conditions I can't work in. You know, mm-hmm. and so, and she was like, "Okay, uh, you sure?" And I was just like, "Yeah." And then I had a fucking moment where I, I've been like, "Damn, um, should I have said that?" And then I go back and I, because it's, I guess because it's new, like, damn. Did, was you impulsive, like, with your, like, n- now I'm trying to, like, really stand firm on that and just, like, no, you meant what you said, like, that's what you meant, you, you stick to it, and so, it's not super hard, but it has been moments where I've experienced a little guilt, like, damn, or maybe I have to say it like that, but, you know, 
But okay, so you motherfuckers don't be masking shit for when they want to tell me how they feel towards me. So I'm like, yeah. nothing. I'm trying to match energy. You in the anything. baby phases? <laughs> nothing. I'm trying to match energy or anything, but it's you just don't like have to explain yourself. Yeah, I know you that. You said what the fuck you said. <laughs> like it is what it is. It is what it is. This is what I need to sustain myself. Yeah, that's what it is. Period. Okay. Yeah. Shit. What? No, okay. Wait. <laughs> we get too far. Okay. Um, but for me, I can say like boundaries. <sighs> Nisha don't struggle with no boundaries, Mm-mm. baby. Mm-mm. Nisha don't struggle with no boundaries. Nisha don't tell you exactly what the fuck she But thinks. have you experienced that? No, I want to talk about it because this is let me tell you how let me tell you. Mm-hmm. No. But this is my problem. <laughs> Nisha be going off on people. Mm. Nisha can't Nisha gotta learn how to tell her boundaries in a calm an effective manner. Yeah. Nisha can't be telling, bitch, I say. <laughs> Nisha can't be doing all of this. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Nisha got to learn how to be calm Ooh, with her shit. In. You know what I'm saying? That's Real what. That's where I am in mm-hmm. my in my journey. But no, I ain't struggling with no boundaries. Because mm. I said what I said. Period. Okay? Okay. That's always I in my life. You. I'm working through it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think I struggle with that because... Um, stems from childhood when being vocal or just expressing yourself was not so easily like that mm-hmm. what they used to pop you i mean mm-hmm. or just shut you down period uh-huh. like you didn't have a voice you know that's kind of how it was it was like what they said went and it was like mm, not really you yeah. know what i'm saying because at the end of the day kids have emotions they have feelings they have you know they should have a little bit of a Say even if you don't necessarily agree, talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's all about saying it in respect. Yeah, but don't be like shut the fuck up. No, you yes. ain't got no motherfucking say so here. You're like whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would not do that to my kid now. That's good. Yeah, because I know how that shit feels. Beautiful. I love that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Look, they gonna be telling you your mama abusive like they told me. No, I, I'm not looking at look, for the people. Said, she with my ass one time. Y'all wanna talk about she abusive. Don't be talking about my mama. I'm not necessarily just talking about my mom <laughs> talking about like the village around me. So okay. shit. They this, gonna say you came from the abusive village. They, I mean <laughs> it's it's what it is. I mean, I won't I mean verb I mean abuse looks different. So, you yeah, know, okay. it could be physical, mental. Look, I'm gonna have you verbal. Be quiet. We don't want you saying too I'm much. just saying, like, these are the things that has played a role in shaping how I've moved. Now saying that it's totally back, I have a heightened awareness of it, and now I, I would say that it, it helped me to be who I am, so I don't, you know, resent going through it, but it's like, damn. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If we can ch- change the narrative, let's do so in a healthier way, because this shit ain't it. <laughs> okay. You know? Good job. I love it. Okay, um, let's talk about letting go of perfectionism, mm. have you experienced the need to be perfect as a way to validate loving yourself? You ain't got to answer this question because I know your answer is yes, <laughs> but go ahead and tell the people why. See. <laughs> <laughs> now what? No, but, but yeah, um, like I need to say, like, there is a, an enormous amount of pressure that I put on myself, and I really struggle with getting out of needing to have every fucking thing perfect or and, like, what does that even look like at the end of the day? Like, I just need to learn how to go with the flow, relax, and just be accepting of what it is and, mm-hmm. and, and move with it. And I've struggled with that shit. Like, I mean, I still struggle to this day. I'm, I'm on a journey, so. All right. You on your way, baby. I am. I love that. But, yeah. Have okay. you? Um, 
little ever? Maybe when I was a kid, okay. but I don't know. Like, Not I really. don't want this to make me sound like. This your journey. Okay. <laughs> you know okay. what I'm saying? Shit. Like, I, I, don't, I would say, like, I have always tested the limits. And so, in that way, I I don't necessarily feel like I want it to be perfect mm-hmm. in any way. Nisha likes to shake the room. Yeah. Okay? Nisha likes to shake the room. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. A little turbulence. I, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I don't feel like I've struggled with, like, wanting to be perfect. Yeah. Have I put a lot of pressure on myself before? Yes. Have I, like wanted to show up in a better way and been hard on myself because of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would say in a way, yes, I've dealt with this. Um, but again, it's like learning, to, learning to love the pieces of you that, yeah, that, I feel you know, that. aren't necessarily the best pieces. Like, but not in a way that like you ain't trying to change or become a better person. Right. But like, shit, listen, Mm-hmm. Those are the pieces that make you you. You know, that make you stand out. Uh huh. And you got to give yourself grace. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's how it's got to be. Yeah, for sure. So, like, I would say that ties into um, struggling with, like, maybe comparing yourself to other people. I Mm -hmm. think more in this generation now where social media and you got all this shit, like, that's kind of where my mind went with this. Is that what you see? Is that what you're going through? Or no? Nah, okay, you nah. overcome that piece of your life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I want to show up as me. You know. What I'm is saying? this recent or this been for a while? Oh, it's been for a while. Okay. I don't think I ever really tried to show up as nobody else. I may have tried to, I would maybe say fit in, but I always mm-hmm. wanted to be me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? In t- some capacity, like I was a pick me at one point for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I think. We got to talk about this. Because okay. when you will pick me, baby, nobody want to pick you. Like, stop <laughs> being so goddamn desperate for yeah. everybody to like you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that make them not like you. Yeah. Or they try to play you and yeah. use you in some and type of way. made to be a fool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I think showing up in, I think showing it up in the room authentically yeah. has been a big thing. And just mm-hmm. being like, if we mix, we mix. And if we don't, that's cool, too. All right, you know what I'm saying? Like, wish you well. Yeah, like, well, I'll be all right, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's been like, that's a beautiful season to be in, Mm -hmm. especially after being a pick me. Mm -hmm. Be my friend, please. Yeah, that used to be me. Girl, fuck these people. Yeah, okay, you know, I've that's been I've been loving on that since you (laughs) mentioned it. (laughs) Fuck them people, okay? Um, go ahead. All right, so how how would you say, you kind of talked about this a little bit, like your journey with self-love has affected your relationships and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, it's, it's get, given me a heightened awareness um, and identifying the parts that I need to be more accepting of and mm-hmm. not so um, willing to conform to make somebody else feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, like that's that's what makes me me. Like I want you to accept me in its entirety. So, whereas I don't think I've experienced love fully in a relationship without conditions. Mm-hmm. That's something I truly desire, you know, um, and know that I'm deserving of. And so, okay. because that's how I, I I give that to my partner. Mm-hmm. And so, nigga, you ain't been perfect. <laughs> you know what I'm okay. saying? Far from it. Mm-hmm. And um, you know who you are. Um, 
I'm just saying. I um, like that. But seriously, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't act like your shit don't stink. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Okay. But, but I, this is something I want to talk about. Because I feel like when I was talking about how, like, sometimes me and my partner are like mirror images. Mm-hmm. This is the thing. Sometimes your partner be doing some shit that get on your nerves. Yeah. Or it's annoying you. And it's like, that is a, that, there is a message in it. Bitch, that's some shit you might need to work on within yourself. This person ain't did nothing. <laughs> they just being them. Yeah, this motherfucker, you be like this goofy motherfucker. <laughs> Bitch, that is you. That ain't him. That is you. You gotta work on that within yeah. yourself. And yeah. that's, that's another thing. That's like yeah. a big part of like the self love I was yeah. talking about. Yeah. Like you be like, okay, this ain't even your shit. This yeah. is my shit. Yeah. This is the shit I need to work on. But see, having that heightened awareness, like that mm-hmm. helps. You know, mm-hmm. saying you to get out of Everybody that. Everybody ain't got it. And you know it's a, I'm a work in progress. So. Okay, look, you look, you pretty aware to me, goddamn. I'm trying, y'all. You on your way? I'm trying. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Lolly, advice segment. Okay, so now it's time for our advice segment. Um, let me read the advice letter. Dear girls who heal, I'm 25 years old, and for as long as I can remember, I've struggled with self love. It's like there's this constant battle within me where I question my worth and doubt my abilities. This struggle extends beyond my relationships with myself and seeps into my romantic relationships as well. I've noticed a pattern in my dating history. I attract partners who seem to be distant, emotionally unavailable, or not aligned with my values. It's as if I'm seeking validation from these relationships, hoping that someone else will make me feel worthy and loved. Why do these men keep breaking my heart? I'm a good person. I'm determined to find my husband. Anonymous. Anonymous is this me? <laughs> Felt, like me. <laughs> Felt like me a little bit. Uh, but um, you deserve what you accept. Mm-hmm. I kind of go back to that. Uh, they can't have access to something you haven't given them to, given mm-hmm. them access to. And so... You can be a good person for somebody else that's just not your person, you know. Mm-hmm. So don't be desperate for anything. What's for you will be. And so just trust that. Pour into yourself and continue to tell yourself. Write down these little affirmations. I see people doing, like, the posts on the mirror. Have them around so you constantly reminded um, the things that you are and not the things that you are not, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I think implementing those type of practices within yourself could yield a healthier outcome in your romantic relationships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It plays. <laughs> what do you think? All right, Anonymous. <laughs> you know, Ashley, she going to give it to you nice. Nisha, a little more rough. You're going to be all right, though. She's nice nasty. Okay. You need to stop worrying about these niggas. Bitch, you need to get your <laughs> shit together. Like, if you're noticing this about yourself and you know that these people are, like, not treating you right. Like you said, that's they thinking this is a reflection of how you treat yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, focus on you. Stop worrying about these men. Talking about yeah. she's going to find the one. Girl, yeah, no, worry about yourself. They're going to find you. You know okay. what I'm saying? Just be that's patient. Your, well, I ain't going to say nothing else. That's, I'm going to keep it nice. I don't want her to stop listening. I, mean, <laughs> I already called her a bitch and everything. Else. I mean, it, it wasn't she like said, that. She mean it out of love, it okay? Was like lo- it was like you my love. home girl. Right, exactly. You my girl, Okay. <laughs> Thank you. 
All right. And if you would like to send in your advice letter, you can email us at girlswhohealpodcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Yes, yes. We might feature your question on an upcoming episode. Yes. Now we're going to pull the affirmation of the week. All right. This is from the Goddess Energy Affirmation Deck. The link is in the description. 54 affirmations meant to remind you that you are a goddess. Yes. Let's see what we need today. Hmm. I am protected. There is divine protection surrounding me at all times. Mm, I receive that. Yes, ma'am. Okay, now before we wrap up, we want to remind our listeners that if you're a small business and would like to uh, advertise to our incredible community, email us at girlswhillpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to support your business and share with our listeners. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to Girls Who Heal. All right now. <laughs> and follow us on all platforms at Girls Who Heal Podcast. Mm-hmm. Follow our personal pages at Healing with Nisha. And uh, underscore Elevating Me. We appreciate you joining us on this healing journey. Until next time, keep growing and glowing. Peace.